<laughs> Tell me when you're ready. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Alan, of course, from the Contractor School, and I'm Wait here up. with. You know what? Yeah. Which camera am I talking into? That one. Okay, sorry. I apologize. Okay. There we go. And I'm looking at that one, right? Got it. Okay, so both of them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, my name is Alan with the Contractor School, and I am here today with Rene Garcia. Uh, he went through our program. We're going to talk about that a little bit, but his business is TriTech Services, and he does plumbing, heating, and air, correct? That is correct. That is correct. Now, I, I got to meet Renee when he first came to our school, and one of the things that impressed me about Renee was he'd been working for these companies all over the Southern Cal area and earned a variety of certifications that he completed. Tell us a little bit about some of those certifications, because you came in pretty educated. Yeah, I actually started at uh, Los Angeles Trade Tech College. Uh -huh. um, my boss wanted to make sure growing up that uh, whatever he taught me, that I knew it by the book. And that was something that stuck with me the whole time. Okay. Um, I started in 1993 with him, right when we had the Northridge earthquake. And that's when I got the call. You know, he had been, I had been scrubbing him saying, hey, I'm working at the hardware store. I want to be able to get involved in the plumbing industry. And when that Northridge earthquake hit, it shook California pretty well. Yeah. Um, and, and I got the phone call. And, wow. You know, uh, you know, he was one of the ones that was my bigger mentor that made me go in there and make sure that whatever I learned, I learned by the book. Wow, that's great. I noticed that when you came to our school, you were already really knowledgeable. I mean, you asked some of the most interesting questions about plumbing, even challenged in some of the curriculum because you have been doing it for so long and have been so thoroughly trained that I was really impressed. And so... It seems like to me, and, and you can answer this, you're pretty passionate about what you do, right? Uh, I would say so. I mean, a lot of people say that. I mean, I think if you're going to be all in on something, you want to make sure it's something you're passionate about. So, yeah, I am passionate about my, my industry. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, you know, to, to touch on, you know, knowledgeable uh, yes. Uh, by the time I got my license, I had already been in the business, I believe, 25 years. Wow. Um, and uh, the thing of it is, is with, with the economy in 2008 and different things going on in my life, uh, the timing just wasn't right. Okay. But I studied some of the Fortune 300 companies out there and worked yeah. for them. And I worked for some of the best in the industry. I mean, I worked for a company in San Diego where we were a national company, and our company was, was, was pretty much setting the standards yeah. for our company nationally. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I took with me because everywhere you are, everything you're doing, and every minute out there, you're gonna, you're, if you're passionate, you're going to look and find the things yeah. that are going to uh, stick with you, benefit you, because you're going to want to know those things down the road. Yeah. And if not, seek clarification. Yeah, no, that's good advice. Um, one of the things I noticed when you came to our school, because we didn't know each other before you came to my school. We actually met there. And I was impressed by your tenacity um, for studying to pass, to get your license and all that kind of stuff. And because of that, you're the only uh, plumber and HVAC person that I've actually used on my personal projects. Um, you've done my father-in-law's house. You took care of his air conditioning. Um, you've taken care of several of my families from my cousins and that kind of stuff. And you've always taken care of them. 
So I want to ask you a little bit about your um, your secret sauce. Like when it comes to growing your business, because now you've got a couple of trucks, you've been growing, things are going well for you. Um, what is your secret sauce in the sense of um, what makes your business different and makes it grow? Well, I think uh, it's, it's the same like most businesses. It's, it's, it's going to boil down to customer service. Yeah. You know, um, you know, uh, doing work that's not legal or to code is, is not customer service. Yeah. So when you're doing things right and you're out there and you're providing the customer great service, then it's just going to trickle down like yeah. everybody knows word of mouth. And, you know, I've been in the industry for a little over 30 years now. And I would say 85, 90% of my business is word of mouth. Oh, and I've, I've grew into three trucks with just word of mouth. And I've dabbled a little bit to try to understand some of the marketing side of things. And a lot of that dabbling uh, was um, uh, me trying to get a feel of what it's actually like out there and understand, yeah. you know, what I'm up against when I'm hiring in a marketing company. Sure. Uh, but, um, you know, I think that uh, at the end of the day, you know, good customer service, taking care of your customers, you know, doing the simple things that a CSR would yeah. do for you, you know, calling your customer, letting them know you're on your way, just the simple little things. Yeah. You know, one of the things I've noticed about you, you're very communicative. You text, uh, you call, um, uh, you appreciate when people that you're working with do the same thing for you. You take care of each other. Uh, we won't go into great detail or give any names, but we had an interesting conversation that you were uh, once in a, a doctor's office and the doctor showed up late and they, the, the nurse is just like, oh, you could reschedule, but this was already a reschedule of a schedule. Correct. And, uh, and they did, they just let you sit there, didn't communicate to you, didn't talk to you, didn't tell you what's up, didn't, even tell you when the doctor's going to be in? How did that make you feel? Well, I mean, after I woke up, because they put me in the room and said the doctor would be right in, I put my phone down about 15 minutes later thinking, okay, I, I thought I heard his voice. Yeah. But I woke up and I'm thinking, yeah. Jesus, where's the doctor at? <laughs> I mean, they didn't leave me in the waiting room and said he's not going to be here for an hour. They put me in the back room. And typically something like that is standard procedure. You wait for the doctor. But yeah. you know what? If the doctor's 30, 45 minutes late, you go in there and you let your customer know. You say, hey, hey by the way, and I would ex expect that. Like you yeah. said, you know, I expect the same thing. I'm a customer service-related guy. So when they hadn't said anything to me, I thought it was kind of strange. So when I walked out there and I, I questioned them, I said, hey, you know what? By the way, you know, is the doctor even here? They said, no, the doctor's not here. I said, well, yeah. I'm in here sleeping. Yeah. You know, I could have hung out in the waiting room, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, her comment said, well, to me was, you know, you can reschedule. And I just yeah. thought, wow, that's, I'm not going to let her ruin my day. Uh, I'm going to yeah. stay here. I'm going to see the doctor because yeah. it's important to me. I, otherwise, I wouldn't have made the appointment. Yeah. And I was able to eventually see the doctor, you know, and I didn't say anything to him, but I just yeah. made sure he answered all my questions and kind of closed the door. But at the same time, you know, I apologize because I had no, you know, I mean, I know yeah. we were meeting. But, you know, the extent, yes. the extent of what yeah. you went through to put together this meeting with your crew um, is disappointing. And, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, that's part of the thing that people don't get. You know, when you're not communicating Absolutely. to that customer, he can't, he, he can't have that conference call in his exactly. office. He can't, you know, jump in the car, 
and go run some errands that he needs to do yep. while he's waiting for you three yep. or four hours. Because sometimes, exactly. you know, traffic is traffic, parts, uh, you have to run around for parts in this industry. Yep. And if you're not being, um, if you're not communicating this to your customer, then absolutely, just, you, you can you can easily rub somebody wrong. And, you know, what ends up happening is, you know, you get the job done and, you know, yeah. you better hope everything goes right because, you know, he's probably still going to mention that, you know, exactly. And, and some people don't know the ripple effect. So this was just an interesting illustration because a lot of times contractors are hurt in their business. They, they lose word of mouth. They lose referrals because they're not good at communicating. I always talk to the contractors and I tell them this, hey, you want to know if you're a good communicator? Ask your wife. If she says you're a good communicator, if not, you better work on it because it's going to be, it's going to help your business and your industry. And so what was interesting is when, when they did that and they didn't communicate well, and, and, and it's all industries. This is like a doctor. This is a, a, a place of, of business, right? And they didn't communicate well with you. Well, you missed your appointments, which caused them to eat a cost uh, because they're paying their staff waiting for you, but you're just waiting on the doctor. And the doctor doesn't, you know, probably, he doesn't we don't know. know if he doesn't even know or the, the, and the secretaries don't, don't care. They, they like, oh, you can just reschedule. And you're like, just trying to do your thing and just have things work out. And it would have been resolved easily if they would have just simply said, hey, the doctor's running late. We just talked to him. He's on his way. Do you want to stick around? We're here for you. We want to help you. And that's the way we need to be as clients, as as a business and how we need to treat our clients. And that's what I appreciate because in all the years I've seen you working and watched you since you've graduated our school, you have taken care of your client. You've communicated, sometimes even over communication, you text, but you're really striving to do that. And I think that says a lot about your business. I believe uh, in my cores and that's, you know, when you're out there and you're with your customers, um, whether they're potential customers, mm -hmm. you know, um, or they're repeat customers, uh, you know, it all boils down to quality, mm -hmm. value, and personal service. That's you good. Know, they want you to communi communicate with them personally. Mm -hmm. And it, we didn't have that, you know, 12, 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, nobody was texting the customer saying, I'm going to be 10, 20 minutes late. Yeah. They, they waited for the office to call. Yeah. And that was the office's job, yeah. technically. Um, but nowadays, you know what? The customer prefers hearing it from the technician, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, this is Renee, your service technician. You know, we're running a little bit behind schedule here, but we do have a new window for you. Is this going to work? I mean, yeah. you know, we apologize. I mean, yeah. if you can do that, you're going to keep your customer happy. Um, you know, uh, quality uh, goes without saying, yes. you know. Yes. You want to be able to show up with all the right parts, all the right tools. You want to be show with all the right experience because yeah. that adds quality to the job because if you show up there and you got the broken tools yeah. and you, you're, you're a one-year, two-year guy who's yeah. thrown into a journeyman situation, yeah. you know, the customer's getting no quality. They're paying yeah. double for you to learn on the job. And yeah. that's something that, you know, as a, as a person who does plumbing, heating, and air conditioning, you know, a lot of people will do, yeah. you know, electric or yeah. plumbing or painting. Yeah. But they know a little bit to get by. Yeah. And that was never what I wanted to do. I always wanted to be able to know that I was 100% official, yeah. a journeyman plumber yes. and a journeyman HVAC technician yeah. and installer because I wanted to be able to provide them 100% quality service and nothing under that. I love that you're saying quality. Now, let's go a little deeper on that for a minute because 
you're, you're speaking about quality in your tools and quality in your service. What would you say about quality in your truck when it shows up and how that looks, quality in your attire? Speak on that for a second. How important do you think that is? Well, that's that's the first thing they see. You know, yeah. All contractors have been to you know, sales training like I have. You know, I've been to national sales training seminars. Um, like I said, I work with the Fortune 300 company. And, you know, we learned, you know, that, uh, you know, the first, first first thing they see is you when they open yep. up that door. Exactly. The first thing nowadays they see yep. is your truck yep. because that's what's pulling up and everybody has a camera. Yeah. You know, and yep. one of the things that I, I recently went to is, you know, for such a small company is, you know, providing my me and my crew uniforms. Yep. Because, yes, you know, we have a T-shirt that might say Tri-Tech Services, but, you know, we want to be able to say, hey, you know what, Alan is showing up, your service technician, you know, he'll be there at such and such time, uh, and if you have any questions, call us, for instance. Yeah. Okay, well, when they knock on that door, and you, you knock on that door and they open up the door, yeah. they see Tri-Tech exactly. Services, and they see Alan. Exactly. Right then and there, yeah. they set all their guards down. Yep. And, and, and it's not like, oh, they set their guards down, whatever. Yeah. They feel comfortable knowing that yep. the right guy showed up at the right time and he's got yep. the right company. So they want to invite you into the house. Yes. If you show up and you're not identified with a company or as a person, you're just a serviceman without a uniform, then you're showing up to someone's door and they're going to have to question you because they want to make sure you're the right person. They're, they're thinking this could be sketchy. Could Who is be this person? These days, you know. Yeah. So, so um, uh, uh, being able to identify yourself when you show up yeah. is huge. And I think, like, one of the things I learned years ago is. You know, your truck's got to be clean. Your truck's got to be neat. You can't have coffee cups on your dashboard like some of these old school plumbers. <laughs> I mean, I'm an old school plumber. They come in looking like chaos. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I started in 93, okay? Yeah. That's an old school plumber. Yeah. But I saw a lot of guys yeah. that started last year, yeah. 10 years ago, 30 years yeah. ago, even before me. And for yeah. some reason, they think their dashboard is their trash yeah. can. <laughs> and they're driving down the street, and they're trying to figure out, oh, where's that pin at? Yeah. And you pull up to the customer's house, and they say, wow, man, this guy's going to come in here, and he's going to make a, a mess all over. Yeah, he's yeah. a slob. He's going to, you know, he's going to come in here, and is he going to take care of my stuff? That's why, you know, yeah. with the uniforms, we provide uh, uh, carpets yeah. so that we can lay down in your kitchen floor yeah. and in your work area and be able to set our tools on yeah. there so we're not scuffing anything up, you know, and just, you know, make sure that we, we're, we're nice and protective and respectful of their property. It's good, it's good. You know, we say, a lot of people, I hear this, you know, well, hey, well, don't judge the book by the cover. But I actually own a publishing company and everybody judges the book by the cover. In fact, they buy <laughs> the book because of the cover, especially if they don't know the author. And so when you design a great cover, it sells over all the other books. And here's the thing, when they show up in that, that truck and it looks like a mess and it's a disaster and they're thinking, wow, I'm going to get that kind of quality in my house. So it's important. That's why I wanted to hone down on that because I noticed that your trucks are wrapped. They look beautiful. They got Tri-Tech services across it. The logo design is just killer. It's bright. It's, it's good. People see that. It can be a brand that can be built and expanded across the U.S. if that's the direction you want to go. But then at the same time, it says quality to the client. And then you show up, you look good, you smell good. I remember those commercials. I don't know if you remember them. <coughs> it says the smell good plumber, right? Because plumbers tend to be the ones who, hey, I'm just going to be frank with you. Clients, one of the biggest complaints about plumbers is they're showing crack and they stink. 
know what I mean? And the thing is, they don't want that in their house. So you go in there, you know, you tuck a t-shirt in under your shirt, you have your nice shirt on, you bend over, they see a t-shirt, that's all they see. You're good, right? You smell good. You, your, your words are, are good. You're not in the house with kids cussing up a storm because there's kids in the house, right? You're that's respectful correct. of the environment because you're there to take care of the client, not just make money for yourself. Yeah, you it should be a be win-win, mindful. right? Yeah, you got to be mindful. A lot of the times I've, I see people like other contractors when, you know, the gardener's there or the roofer's there. Or the, you know, may not, I'm not picking on gardeners or anybody sure. like that, but I'm just saying is they're, they're over here, we're over there, and I can just hear them, you know, this is, you know, after this and just, just that, the other. Yeah, yeah. They're out there smoking, throwing their cigarette butts out on the on the driveway yeah you know yeah um you know so i think you know that there just kind of hurts their image you know yeah. but the other thing is is um you know y- you talked about the good smell plumber and all that other stuff yeah, yeah i mean they're watching everything yeah. you do and they're paying attention because yeah. they want to know that you're mindful and they want to know that yeah. they don't have to babysit you that they can trust you at their house yeah and you know I feel great because ninety yeah. percent of the time my customers are like, you know what? I'm yeah. sorry, I can't be there. Yeah, yeah. But you can have the you keys to my house and you can they do trust whatever you. you want. Yeah. You know. Let um, me ask you that, this: that there is huge. When you go in to service a house, when it's plumbing, it's during the day, or it's even HVAC, who are you dealing with the most as a client? The female of the home or the male? Both. But who would you say if there was more? If there's anything anybody can learn out there, is both. It's both. Definitely yeah. it's both. But when you show up at a house, is... Whoever answers the door. Whoever's answered the door. I, so you, I so talk you to know. the husband on the phone. When I get there, the wife is in charge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I just remember <laughs> when I did, when I did, I used to do cabinetry. And when I would go into the house, usually the wife's at home with her there all day long. So I'm usually working with the wife and, and needing to make sure that I'm presenting myself and my business in a way that would make her feel comfortable because she's usually has little kids there. And I know that that traditionally things have changed a lot in our country, but I would notice that that usually was the wife at home. So I would exactly what I just said. I talked to the husband on the phone. Mm -hmm. I get to the house. The wife is there because that's usually the case. Like you said, usually the wife is stay at home. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, The other thing is, is, um, you know, the, uh, even though the husband's not there, yeah. and you can spin spin the you know wheels, sure. you know you can talk to the wife on the phone, but the husband's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter because what I did yeah. was I said, "Hey, Ellen, here's the situation. This is what you can expect from me. You want me to show up, and now I'm at the house. Yeah, the wife is saying yes, or the husband for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's on board except for the person that I initiated the phone call with. See, yeah. and for me, that's a no, no." Because at, at, at the beginning, they had questions. You yeah. know, They're not just going to allow you to come out to the house. They're going to say, hey, I have a problem. These are my concerns. Can you address these concerns yeah. my way? Yes, I can. Yeah. Can I come to your house? Right? Yeah. So they're, they're awarding you the work. Yeah. They can give it to anybody else. Yeah. You know? yeah. So in my opinion, every time I get a job, I feel like the customers trusted me and awarded me with, with their business. That's right? great. Yeah. So when I go in there and I'm in that process and I've already looked at everything and I'm saying this is what it is, you have to stop, and if yeah. you can learn anything, is stop, yeah. pick up the phone, and call the person, or make sure that the wife initiates the phone call with the husband, or the husband double checks with the wife, yeah. 
yeah. and say, hey, now that we got all this straight, I want you to know yeah. that I did explain this portion of the job to your wife or husband, but it's actually changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I want to know their expectations are yeah. going to be a little bit different than what I'm going to provide so that everybody's on the same page. And when sure, they come sure. home or when they call you, there, there's not a, hey, stop right there because that's yeah. not what you mentioned to me on the phone. Yeah. And that right there... It, it, it puts a lot of value yeah, to the job right absolutely. there. You know, the wife said, man, he, you know, I'm glad my husband called me. Oh, yeah, Renee had me call you. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. In fact, I want to take a second and just kind of recap a couple of things before I ask you another question because I want to kind of talk to my, my contractors that are listening because, uh, again, we are here uh, doing this podcast with TriTech Services, who's plumbing, heating, and air, and just a few things that I wanted to – tap on that he says number one um communication is vital with the male and the female the people who own the home taking care of that looking good having great quality not only in your work but in your equipment in your communication in your uh tone of voice in your in your language uh in your dress attire all those things you brought up that sometimes you'll see contractors out there just smoking up a storm throwing their cigarette butts on the grass or in in their yard and all that kind of stuff. Then they come in the house, they have little kids, they smell like cigarettes, and the, the wife's just thinking, oh, this guy stinks, I'm never gonna use him again. And, and, and reality is, you said earlier that a lot of your jobs are repeat customers because you took care of them so much. You built this reputation, and now you're getting referrals and repeats. Because you only get leads three ways. You only get leads, referrals, and repeats. And let me so say this real quick, let me say this real quick. And, and, and the crazy thing is, Last year, 83.9% of contractors failed or went bankrupt in the United States of America because they're not taking care of their client and they're not doing good quality work. Now, go ahead. Add on okay. what you're going to say. So, you know, going back to the smoking and, and, and being good and all that other stuff, you got to remember, we're contractors. Mm -hmm. Okay. Plumbing, roofing, HVAC, we're all contractors. And the perception is, is oh, great. I have a contractor coming over. Move this, put that away, cover yep. this, cover that. But you know what, guys? It boils down to this. It doesn't hurt to be professional. Yeah. All you have to do is go out there and just think outside the box. Yeah. Why do you want to come in here and act like you're a contractor and it's okay to smoke and it's okay to cuss? When it is, when you're out there on a new construction job sure. and it's just you and your other fellow plumber. Yeah. You're in someone's house, like you mentioned, yeah. with the family, the kids. Like, so all you have to do is take the time out and readjust your, your demeanor. Yeah. Yeah, and say, hey, you absolutely. know what? We're going into this property, guys. You, you, no smoking, no cussing. Let's yeah. get in here. Let's show them who we are. Let's make a uh, let's make a good impression. Yeah, you go in there. You, you don't have to worry about cussing. You have to worry about smoking. This and that. The guy smokes. Yeah. He goes down to the sidewalk, takes a left, and goes out yeah. about 20, 30 feet. Yeah, just there, have a quick smoke break. I mean, that's a different thing. Sure. That's yeah, okay. I mean, I've allowed that. Absolutely. Before, but absolutely. It does not hurt for contractors mm -hmm. to say we can do better. Yes. The difference is, yeah. is do you want to, yeah. do you want to make a difference? Do you want to stand out? And do you want your company to go and get a repeat customer? Or do you want to just yeah. be that customer? Because a lot of people are one stop shop where they go to the customer, never see them again. Problem, and they never see them. Again. Yeah. Because the person doesn't want to invite them back. And the thing is, is then contractors are like, it's so hard. How do you grow? <clears throat> yeah, but contractors are like, it's tough. It's hard to make money out here. But if you're going there dressed like a slob, looking 
poorly and not getting referrals and repeats, and now you want to make more money and you complain about that the jobs aren't paying well enough, well then how about let's level up because I'm a personal believer that contractors should be paid well. And I think that there is a great money to be made in construction, but if we don't level up in our life, how can we expect clients want to pay us more when we look like slobs who didn't even, who don't do quality work, don't take care of them, we take care of ourselves first. I think that there are clients out there because I've had many of large-scale clients that they want me because of my professionalism, because of my quality, and they're willing to pay more. I was literally at a job of this lady, uh, self-made multimillionaire in the wine country of Temecula, and I brought in the greatest, classiest presentation of all the contractors. That's her words. And so out of all these contractors that are bidding her job, it was so far for me to go, I literally tripled this, the cost because I didn't want to do the job. And if, I, if she did take me to do the job, she was going to pay me super well. At the end, she goes, you know what? I'm choosing you. I go, oh, really? I was a little bit dumbfounded because I raised the price because I didn't want to go that far. And if I did, I needed it to take care of all that. And I go, well, what made you do that? She goes, your presentation was just the best. Your quality, you look good. And I would rather pay for quality than just these guys who are showing up with smelly, stinky, bad looking truck or a truck that's just completely dirty with debris in the back of their truck that's just piling out because they don't, they're not organized, coffee cups in the windows, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. She's like, I choose you because the quality that you presented was so good. And I go, you didn't, so my price is okay? She's like, yeah, I mean, you're, you're higher than everybody else, but I want quality. It's like everybody knows that you can buy a Pinto, if you're old enough to know what a Pinto is, maybe a Fiat <laughs> nowadays, right? Or you go buy a Lamborghini. If you can buy a Lamborghini and afford it, you're not going to take the Lamborghini to a ma pa shop working out of their garage in the poor city in your community. Say, here, fix my Lamborghini. No, if you can afford a Lamborghini, you're taking it to the guy who specializes in Lamborghini because you want good quality work, right? And so I think that's the same thing that you're saying, that if you provide quality, you're going to get repeats, you're going to get referrals, you're going to make more money, people are going to pay you better because you're bringing a presentation, a branding. We call it in our marketing advertising company that we own, the BAM, branding, advertising, and marketing. You got to bring the BAM if you're going to get and win stuff over. So one, yeah. One, one thing you mentioned was, you know, plumbers going out of business and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't forget what the percentage was, but here's the thing is, you know, you got to remember, I would, if I were to guess, and I don't know the statistics, I would guess that 80% of them companies that went out of business are new construction companies yeah. that do uh, either new construction or renovation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because they have no service skills. Yes. Yeah. And that's mm. a problem because mm. if you want to survive, you're going to have to, there's so many times that I talk to my union buddies, mm-hmm. and they great, great get paid great, but they have sometimes off and on, and you know, sometimes they don't. Yeah, and they make great money. Yeah, but every single one of them has had time off when I've been working. Yeah, since I started my business in uh, 2018, I haven't had a day off that I didn't. That's want, great, man. You know, that's great. And these guys could be the same way, yeah. but you have to be able to bend. Yeah. You know, if you're saying this is new construction, this is the way I do my job, this is when I show up, and this is how it's going to be, yeah. and you're not saying, hey, can I come at this time? Will yeah. this work for you? And is it okay if I can do this and help this process work a little bit better so that it's convenient that's for great. everybody? That's then great. you're not communicating. You're not adding quality, and you're not adding value to the job. No, I love that. 
In fact, for you guys that are listening here and you're listening to our podcast, I just want to kind of throw this out there to you guys. One of the things about my contracting school that I like about our school, I'm always trying to level it up, always making it better. There's always room to constantly make your business better. You're going to always find problems. You listen to your clients, you listen to your staff, and you constantly make it better. But uh, one of the things that we did is I obviously have graduated several thousand. It's up to 8,000 contractors in our schools now um, that are across Southern California. I count but, for two. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but one of the things I, I did is I own a, a variety of other companies because I'm a serial entrepreneur. And I one of them is uh, called Rock Solid uh, Asset Partners. And we buy homes and fix and flip them. I want to use good quality contractors. That's why I recently sent you to one of my partners in that business to go take care of his personal house. And you did a good job and you took care of it. And uh, because I want to be able to use you on our fix and flips as we span across America buying homes and doing that. And so one of the benefits of working with our school is I don't want to just be one and done. You come to my school, you're done, you're out. And voila, you know, we got our money from you and peace. I want to be a resource in your life so that you know you can be a part of my fix and flips. I also built another website called Home Pro Works that when you're licensed and you went through our school, you get listed there. And then we have hoteliers, restaurateurs calling us, the city. I need a contractor. Go onto my website, set up your dashboard. It's free. You can find contractors who went through my school. They're going to they're gonna help you out. They'll take care of you and that kind of stuff. And so just all the energies that we go through, plus when the people go to our website, they can get a construction project management course to fine tune their skill and ability. They can get certified in construction project management so they can continually level up. So let me ask you this question. When it comes to plumbing and HVAC and all the things you're dealing with, how important is it for you to constantly be learning as the industry changes? How important is that? Well, that... That that's that goes without saying. I mean, it, the uh, new construction contractors can learn and keep up with the recent changes mm-hmm. to make themselves better, just like I can. Yeah. So basically, for me as a business owner, the the, the trade is 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 under the books. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the two licenses is it's all history. Yeah. But what's new to me is 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 in the last five years, I've been wearing five six other hats, and it's been enjoyable because. I'm learning a little bit about marketing. I'm learning a little bit about management. I'm learning yeah. all these different things, you know, putting my fleet together. You know, I've sat with designers to get my logo and doing all this yeah. other stuff, which g- prepares me for future advertising, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's great because uh, if you learn one thing and stop there, mm-hmm. that's the end of your road. Yeah. And if you can be open-minded and continue to – keep up with the changes and understand the trends that the industry is going through. And when I say industry, I mean the world at this point. Yeah. Because it's it's it, the whole economy is going fast and then slowing down, crawling yeah. and then speeding up. And you got to stick up with those yes. trends. You got to be able to understand them and and, yep. and know where your marketing's at yep. because you know, you could still be living in the past and you could yes. be missing out yeah. or, or or you could be putting yourself out of a lot of work. Yes. I noticed that if you do the BAM, the branding, the advertising, the marketing, you do it well, you provide good quality work, you take care of your clients as if it's your own home, you service them, you genuinely want to provide them with good quality work, that even in a downturn, things can go okay with you. Now, we're in an industry that's very interesting, and you may not know this, if you're listening to us right now, America has a 6.4 million home deficit. 
That means in order to house everybody in America, we need to build 6.4 million more homes. So even if the economy drops, if you've built your business and you take care of your client and you have good word of mouth, how do you know you're a good business? You constantly have clients calling you back up and taking care of other stuff of theirs. Just as you alluded to, if you're a contractor that never gets callbacks, probably because you suck. And, or you're just not mm -hmm. providing the right kind of quality service to them. And so maybe you're more about you than them. And it needs to be about them to take care of them. And you're going to make great money. So customer first, right? customer first, that, that really does affect it. So if we do have an economic downturn, I'm not an economist. I listen to a lot of people. They say we're going to go through another one of those maybe in 2024. Who knows? That's all up in the air. I do know this though. If you're a contractor, you get your branding. You got your shirt, like Tritech Services. Looks good. Looks excellent. Your presentation looks great. You provide quality work, and you're going to capitalize on that because you're going to win. Because even when there's a downturn, plumbing's going to need to be fixed. Electrical's going to be fixed. There's going to need people that service their homes. Think about this. When you went to school, um, whatever you went, they usually build up the Great Depression as it was some huge bad thing in America. And it was bad. 24% unemployment rate. But wait a minute. Let's think of the positive side for a minute. That means 76% still worked a full-time job. They're still getting their houses fixed. They're still buying stuff. They're still buying groceries. They're still doing stuff. It wasn't as bad as the books make it out to be because people still became filthy, stinking rich in construction and other industries during the Great Depression because people built the BAM. They're branding, they're advertising, they're marketing, and they took care of their client. They serviced their client. They put them first, and they made their presentation. You use the word. I love this word professional. We're not just contractors who just got out of school and we have nothing else to do. And so we go there and show up as slobs because we're handy and we can fix some junk, right? We go there because we're passionate about our business. That's what I loved about you. When I saw you in school, you were passionate about learning what you needed to learn. You want to do good quality work. You want to take care of your client and it has benefited you because you have constant repeat work. And, and a lot of these things that you put together, you know, talked about showing up on time, talked about doing great work and all this other stuff. You know, it's kind of like in the 60s. I mean, who had a contract, right? <laughs> yeah. Who had a contract? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You know, you go up there, hey, Bob, I need this fixed. All right, it's done. You know, what do I owe you? You know what I mean? Just the old school way of doing business, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, 50% of my business is my sales. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. I'm a contractor. Yes, I have contractors. Yes, I want to make sure that I get a, a approval before I go and all that stuff. But I have so many customers that, that, that they understand yeah. and they appreciate what I bring to the table. Yeah. That, that I, I'm not just a plumber. Yeah. I'm their personal plumber that they refer to all their friends and family. And let me tell you yeah. something. That's why all my business, yeah. like 80% or more, of yeah. my business is repeat business because I provide that personal yep. service. and. You know what? Let's face it. You have to be able to educate yourself to be able to do the yep. communicating because it's sometimes yep. it's not easy. Because I only got a million different personalities yeah. that I got to deal with every day. Yeah, and you can't deal with one yep. with one and the other the yeah. same way. You know what I yeah. mean? You just have to understand their needs yep. and wants, exactly. and that's where you make your changes to try yep. to say, "Hey, yeah, I get what these wants, and I can make that bend, and I can I can understand where they're coming yep. from." So I'm going to go ahead. And do a Burger King. Yeah. Let's have it your way. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Is that what they say? Exactly. Huh? 
And I saw that. And so that's why, like, for example, when... I get paid for that, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. When, when, when you serviced my father-in-law and my cousin, I didn't have to go out there and check on you. I, you know, you went out there, you took care of them, and they're happy. You went away. If they needed something checked on, uh, you would go take care of them because... Walking through the door, they were already comfortable. Yeah, they were already yeah. comfortable. And so you make them feel good. And that's a good testament to how people need to run their business. Do you make people feel good? Do you... And we're going to have more podcasts and all these other topics. We'll dive deeper on them. I'm not going to do that here in today's podcast. We just want to be able to make sure through these series of podcasts that we do that you as a contractor that are listening right now, you're going to get good quality advice from seasoned contractors of all different trades. We'll have all different trades in here. But even if it's not your particular trade, there's something for you to learn from each one of us, whether it's marketing or service or quality or even the technicalities of stuff. So um, I really appreciate you you being here. I appreciate you taking care of the projects I've had you work on, and I've seen the quality of your business. That's why I invited you to be here. Um, what would you? What would be maybe a, a couple minutes uh, of a piece of advice that you would just say to contractors that are just out there? They're grinding. They're trying to make it. Um, what would you say to them? Well, first off, we and when I say I don't appreciate your business, we appreciate your business. Because I have a team, and yeah. without you, there's no we. You know what I mean? So we appreciate your business. And for all you out there, all I got to say is, is don't give up. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Just don't give up because at the end of the day, all you're going to do is start all over on yeah. something different when you've already exerted all your energy into one process. Yeah. And, you know, for me, uh, a lot of people uh, think that uh, – you know, they had a, Rome wasn't built overnight, you know, where they used to say that all the time. Yeah. You're not building no company overnight, you yeah. know. I mean, I've been building mine for five years. Yeah. Uh, some people yep. tend to build it a little bit different. Some people have a little bit of uh, investors that help them build it, and some build it homegrown like me. I'm a homegrown guy. You know, mine's going to grow as fast as I want it to grow, but I can guarantee you that yeah. I'm going to be able to control everything that's growing at a pace that yeah. is, 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 is conceivable. So yeah. don't give up. I love that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close this out and just add on something small to that uh, to my clients. And it's something that I've noticed because I didn't know you when you came to my school. You went to my school. Um, we became friends. Um, we've even gone out. We've had lunch. We have had uh, coffee together, talked business, well. we talked marketing. We've talked advertising. We talked all kinds of things. And one of the things that I've always told my contractors, so if you have gone through my school, you know that I'm a resource to you. You can take me out to lunch. I eat lunch every day. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll work it out. Um, I'll help you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my two cents. And if it's helpful, then great, because I'm in it to win it with you. I don't want you to feel like just someone who went through our school and then you're done. The other thing is this, is um, let's say that you are, you know, something happens. You're struggling. You, you have a difficulty. You can call me. If I, if I got some good advice, I'll give it to you. But here's the other thing. If you're not a licensed contractor, come into our school and get licensed through our school. And if you are, but you didn't go through our school, it's okay. I forgive you. It's okay. There's some great schools out there. And seriously, on a serious note, there really are some great schools out there. I think we're one of the best. And I'm not going to, I'm not the type of person that says anything about anybody other than there's great stuff out there. Um, in fact, if you don't even live near me and you want recommendation to a great school, I'll give you that. Um, but here's the thing. If you want to be a part of that inner circle that has me as a resource, take one of my courses. It doesn't even have to, it could be the construction project management that just levels you up, estimation course, all that kind of stuff. 
And then um, I, I want to build a family of contractors that help each other, that have resources. If someone calls me up and says, hey, Alan, I need a good plumber. Oh, I got a guy. Or I have several plumbers. If, if he's busy, I have a couple other plumbers, you know. Uh, if you're a, a flooring guy, if you're a, uh, or a gal or a painter or, you know, whatever, the 40-plus different licenses that are out there of different types of trades. I want us to build something where we take care of each other. We put food on each other's plate because we're recommending each other. We're taking care of each other we're referring people you know if 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 he comes up with someone and they and they say hey do you know anybody do my roof he might not know a roofer so he might call me and say alan you know a good roofer i could refer to my client we'll do that you know what i mean or or go to my website home pro works and sign up so those people could find you um, but anyways i just wanted to say that um, my school is different and unique i think because i'm trying to do everything i can and we're not perfect we made mistakes but i want to benefit my clients and i want to be in this for the long haul with them to help grow and scale because i know that if i help people reach their dream long enough then my dreams are going to come true because you know what all those contractors that go through my school you got to go to alan you got to go to alan you got to go to his school you know what it was one of the best things that i've i've ever done so i just wanted to say renee i appreciate you i appreciate your quality i appreciate tritech services so really quick Last thing, what do you specialize in? What do you do? And where can they find you? Where can they get located at? Because he's going to put this on well, our site. Well, um, uh We have an office in Wildemar, and uh, we work out of Menifee. But uh, we specialize in service and repair, uh, new construction, uh, light commercial. Uh, but basically, we're a full-on plumbing, uh, where it's drains, repiping, service and repair, uh, add-ons, additions, uh, which is something that, you know, I've done year many years ago that I recently started doing again, you know. Um, but uh, uh, a lot of people really like to use us for our HVAC. Okay. Uh, we do tons and tons of installs mm. uh, because, you know, we're obviously an install specialist. Uh, we've got the C20 license. And me, myself, I mean, I've been doing air conditioning for 23 years. Wow. And you know, I got a good crew set up, you know, but uh, when it comes to air conditioning, your heating, yeah. uh, you want to give us a call because, you know, we're definitely going to go out there and do everything we can yeah. to make sure that your system's working great. And if it's not working, we can get it repaired. And if it needs to be replaced, we can do that as well. Perfect. Without the sales. Exactly. So guys, gals, uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, give us a like. Um, read some more stuff in the description. If uh, you ever want to do a podcast with us, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll vet you and, and get you rolling. Um, we want to offer these services so everybody could level up, grow, scale, listen to these things while they're driving, whatever they got. But Renee, I appreciate you. Thank you for choosing my school. It, I appreciate you, brother. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm glad for our friendship. And we'll just keep, keep doing it, keep creating win-win scenarios. It's, it, it's still the beginning. Yeah. You know, guys, right. the limit. You know, it's just I, I tend to do things at, at my own pace, and I'm happy with that. You know? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, but thank I you. I see ourselves uh, hitting 10, 10 vehicles here in the next There time. you go. Come on. Let's do it. Little by little. Thank the Lord and thank the opportunity. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, brother. All right. Good work, guys. Not bad.